All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought. And today, I get to share the pains and trials of having to install a thousand-pound fountain in my parents' backyard. Speaking of backyards, man, there is nothing more refreshing than mowing the lawn in a very precise way. It's an art form that Victor and I have a blast talking about. I'm sure brings back memories on his end living in California where that's not really a thing. Yes, and quite the art form is needed when it comes to patience. It truly is a virtue as I attempt to help a family member with some tech issues only to experience a taste of my own medicine. I believe that would be called karma. And then, of course, we talk about Rick's final ministry service, a little emotions that he may have felt, some of the hijinks that happened while he was trying to deliver, and, uh, you know, just the normal stuff that happens anytime that you try and do anything. Of course, there's always going to be obstacles in the way. But with that being said, episode number 134 of Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. <laughs> I, I noticed that you're, uh, you've got a little, little something in front of your screen right now. Yeah, I got the microphone Bringing here back in some front memories. of me. Because now I have big, I have a, a desk that's, it's, I think it's like 56 inches wide or something like that. I wanted like a big ass desk. So in front of me is my HP laptop. To my right is like a small, as a monitor, a small TV. But not like a computer monitor. It's like a little TV, so it's like a it's got the widescreen ratio. And then uh, next to me, I have my Apple laptop running GarageBand with the mixer hooked up and this microphone because uh, one, I have the space to do it, and two, this now has a pop filter because I don't know how many times it's so annoying hearing all those little clicks. So I figured this would help. Okay. You know when you're, you know that's because what, that's what the pop filter does. And check this out. What do you notice about this? Check this out. Ready? Are you watching? I'm watching. N nice. It elevates. Oh shit! Fuck. Oh. Hang on one second. <laughs> oh, it's your desk that's elevating. I thought you were moving your chair. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, so it's one of those standing My desks? My desk, yeah, you can elevate it so that if you want to, you can stand. And um, right now I didn't realize that I almost knocked over the mixer. That's what happened. <laughs> nice. Oh, that would have yeah. been. So are you recording from your mixer too? Yeah. Is this all, is this the desk a new thing? Did you just get that? I, I just got this a few days ago, yeah. Dang. Awesome. Yeah, I'm pumped because before it got uncomfortable sitting on my futon and using my coffee table like as a desk, you mm -hmm. know, because you're oh, not yes. upright. Right. Yeah. So. Hunched over. That's why I got it. Nice. But yeah, that's what's new with me. What's new with you? I saw you got a, a, a the fountain in the backyard. Oh my goodness. That, that. So did you guys build that or how did that come about? So it's this, it's this. Uh, what six foot tall stone fountain that uh, what it's it's cast concrete I believe is uh, what it's made of so it weighs approximately one thousand two hundred pounds. Are you shitting me? What? No. Are you what? No. It weigh it weighs over a thousand pounds. It's like one thousand. Why would? Okay. I'll... No. That, okay. What's what's your 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 you seem to why be? Why does it weigh that much? What is why? Do... It's not like this colossal fountain that's, you know, 10 feet high. Right. The width of a wall. Well, at the very least, it won't get... I thought that looked like something you could pick up at Home Depot and just plug in. That's what that looks like. I mean, I'm sure it's a very nice fountain in person, <laughs> but I don't understand why such a small piece needs to weigh so much. So it, it, is, it is in separate pieces. Each, each um, tier... For the water is a, a separate block that you, and then there's the um, the thing that the water cascades down to attached to the block is a separate piece as well. And then you've got the base of the fountain, which is 500 pounds, I believe, is the base. So it, it it'll never get blown away in a tornado or uh, the crazy storms that we have here in the Midwest. I don't know my my parents. So I guess the the story goes all the way back to like 10 years ago. My dad has always wanted mm -hmm. to get a fountain for the house. 
and okay. it was like three years ago that he finally convinced my mom to to, to uh, make the purchase. So they end up going up to one of the local home home and garden uh, shops, Barn Owl, up the street, and picking out this one. They seemed to like it. They thought that it would it was a good size to fit in that little little area under the uh, right offset the patio. So it, we they were going to deliver it to us, and so this is when the adventure starts and this this was a saga we got this thing i think it was like two <laughs> weeks ago and we finally just got it on memorial day we finally got it in so it took probably about two weeks to figure out so to begin they deliver it in the truck and they've got i think they've got two or three like really strong guys who end up wheeling it out and stuff like that but for some reason mm -hmm. no one told them to put it in the area that it was going to go so they set it down on the on the stone patio and just left it there along with all the other pieces so here we've got this 500 pound piece of concrete that we have to move we have to find a way to move and get it over the lip into the dirt area and but were, were you guys not home when they dropped it off no both my parents were home when they dropped it off i don't know why no one told them where to put it because then then it came to be my response. I'll tell you why. Because they've because they've done this before and they didn't want to go up any steps or do some dumb shit, so they just dropped it right where they could. I mean, it it was literally three feet away from where it should have been placed. And oh, no okay. one Got Yeah, it. so it wasn't going up steps or anything like that. It just needed to be moved about well, like five feet or something like that. Okay. Over into the the little dirt area that's cleared off so it'll it'll be able to settle in. Mm-hmm. So, so we have this 500 pound piece of concrete that's just there and my parents are like how are we gonna get this over there so i ended up figuring out a way to use some some leverage and uh put a i think i put a little piece of metal uh and rolled it on top of the metal and so as soon as there was it became yeah. you know like the the ancient egyptian middle school you know, science right there yeah using a lever fulcrum you can move the world, man. Bro, I, I felt I, I felt like I felt like <laughs> Which I was that fountain was at that moment in time. <laughs> seriously, no, it felt like I was a uh, an Egyptian how helping many, build uh, the pyramids. How many how many joules of energy do you think you used that day? Oh man, dude. <laughs> well, it does. It doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. A thousand, ten thousand uh, uh, joules of energy. You tell me. I have yeah. no idea. I'll say a billion. I don't know. A billion joules. I haven't. I haven't had to think about that stuff since like <laughs> middle school or freshman or sophomore year. Freshman year, maybe. So yeah, basically after about fifteen minutes, we end up rolling it into place, and then. There was a tube, a tube that came attached to the, the, it was like with the stone. The problem is, it, it's a plastic tube where the water comes out from the bottom and, and just shoots up. So it, it cycles over and over again. Yeah, it's a mm -hmm. self-contained um, fountain. And, but it, it was wrapped up in one of the concrete blocks. And so it's cranked and pull and it, it's dirty. And it's like, what, what, what is going on? Who does that? Who freaking does that? Yeah. So, for some reason, my mom tells my brother to take it out, and we'll just use a different, we'll use a different tube. We've got plenty of, uh, it's like a... But did it look like maybe if you took it out and just let it, like, would you think eventually it would, like, make itself back into a normal-looking tube, you know? Kind of like when you move a couch and the carpet is pressed down, and after a few days it slowly comes up, you know? I would assume so, but it was just weird that it was dirty. I mean, like, it was oh. filthy. So it, it not only, you know, it, there, there were a couple things that looked wrong with it. But... I bet they needed a tube at the at the place, and they're like, oh, we'll just grab one from one of these fountains, and then they replace it with an old dirty tube that was lying around. <laughs> Why would it be dirty? That's so strange. It, it, it was very strange. I, I didn't understand it. And I think, you know, the crink, the crinks, um, I agree. I think you just, you could just shoot, shoot water through it through a hose, and it will just... yeah puff out and it, it would be fine it was just weird that it was dirty so anyway my mom tells my brother to take that out because we've got another tubing that we'll just place in there um so we put that in there and then there's what is it you there, guys just had a tube lying around yeah my parents are architects they have literally <laughs> it's it's like the the cooking thing where i told you that we literally had every ingredient yeah. for this super complicated recipe uh orange chicken 
I remember being in your garage and you were like, my my dad has every possible tool for anything and any little tiny thing and all of these drawers. Yeah. Anything One you could possibly imagine. You can find anything. Yeah, anything. Every single tool imaginable. I, I don't. And we have every single screw size imaginable as well. Yes, like, yes. 10 billion screws in the garage. There's there you has got plenty of washers, lug nuts, bolts. You got it all. You, you name it, we got it. Yeah. <laughs> PVC piping, <laughs> um, mesh nets, uh, tarps, all all the shit. Every every kind of. When did saw. your parents buy the? When did your when did your uh, parents buy the house? I think it was about one year. I was one years old, so it would have been thirty. So 30 that could be. Ago. You guys can make a a small mom and pop. Uh, Appliance store out of your gra- Bro. garage called. You name it, we got it. You name Since it, we 1986. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you though, it has just been a a wonderful. It's thing. got history. It's got that Glen Ellen history because you told me that it used to be a stable for a horse, right? Yep. And you could see the tracks. You could see the uh, tracks from the wagon. Yep. The, pressed into the into the rock. The concrete tracks are still still in the in on and both it, sides. Any, and. You know, purchase a bag of screws, pet a horse for free. <laughs> pet a horse, yeah, we'll, we'll, buy, we'll buy a horse too. That'll that'll work out well. <laughs> oh man, so so yeah, obviously they have another they have another tubing that uh, they're just like, oh, we'll put that on there. So yeah, back to how do we go? Yeah, from the tube, that's how we started talking about this stuff. Okay, so so we, the it's being constructed. You got the clean spare tube. Yep. What's next? So then it's my job, and I, I can't remember. I think there's five or six of them. Six. There's six uh, concrete blocks. So I start putting them up on and piling it up so that there's no trays in there yet. It's just the it's just the foundation that goes up. And mm-hmm. each of those probably weigh, probably weigh about 50 pounds a piece or so, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, no, that probably weighs about 60, 70 pounds uh, a piece. And my math is not adding up. It could have been a little heavier. So it's heavy. It's heavy. It's really heavy. And <laughs> so here I am just like putting it on, putting it on, putting it on. Get all six up there and then uh, start trying to put the trays in. Now the trays are shaped very unusually. And for some reason, it's not, they're not uh, rectangular trays entirely. There's like a little divot in there and then another little thing that's cut so it looks like that should be on the outside for some reason and i start trying to put it in with the the square end of the corner first and it's not going it's not going into the first can i guess can i make a guess as to what you were supposed to do yeah is it one of those you have the block you like put the tray in and then you put the block on top and then you put the tray in and then you put the no no dang i was really hoping that you were gonna have to take it all apart and put it back together we'll get there so okay it's not fitting, and my da- my dad's like, "Oh, let's just take a mallet to it." So he, he hits it with a mallet. Now it's stuck. It's only in about a, a quarter of the way, and it's freaking stuck. So here I'm trying to do it, and here it's grinding all the concrete, and it's getting a little chipped and stuff like that. And finally, I'm able to just wiggle it and jerk it out, and it's and I, I tried every single one of them, and and not one of them fit into the other ones in that direction. And we were like, "What is going on right now? This is not making any sense." That's that's day one, failure day one. <laughs> Couple of days later, get back to it. We try it again, and there's there's not any way that the trays seem to fit. And it's like, okay, well, it looks like it's shaved concrete. Did they just not shave it enough? I, I we have no idea what's going on. And so my parents end up actually calling Barna or uh, calling the manufacturer of the fountain. And mm-hmm. saying the pieces aren't fitting, we're not, we don't know what's going on. None of the pieces fit in. Did you send us the wrong trays or whatever? They respond, "Sorry, we can't help you. You got to talk to the place that you purchased it from." So mm-hmm. they call Barnow, and the guy is just as perplexed. He's like, "That doesn't make any sense. I, I don't, I don't get why it's not not fitting. Uh, you should talk to the manufacturer." <laughs> and they're like, "No, they said uh, they said we need to talk to you." <laughs> and so they're like, "Okay, well." We'll schedule a time to send somebody out there and, and take a look at it and see if we can figure it out. So, <laughs> my mom also discovers, uh, oh, that's the reason that we have to take it down, is that my mom thinks that the way that it's going in, it's, they need, all the stones need to be flipped 180 degrees. So I've got to take everything down and set it back up. But then simultaneously, the new tube that they're trying to get through is not fitting 
through the top hole. It's not big enough mm-hmm. because it, it's a very precise diameter. So there's no way that the PVC tubing or the, the plastic piping that right. they had would work. And we had to insert the, the other one uh, back in again. Then I had an idea. And I had been told not to do this originally. And I don't know why I was told this. But Who I w- were you told this by? Your parents or the my, person at my, the store? My or? parents. My parents said okay. with the trays and trying to fit them in, don't don't try to put it in this way. And I'm looking at my dad's showing me a picture of the fountain. I'm like, wait just a second. The way we were doing it doesn't look right. What you have to do is flip the trays in 180 degrees. And I'm like, slide it in, fits perfectly. Every single one fits. <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me? And so my mom, uh, who had said I needed to reverse all the blocks by 180 degrees, turns out that it was actually correct originally because once you flip the trays, the water would cascade the way that it was supposed to anyway. So I and I end up having to, to get through all there, and then we try and turn on the water, and it's not working. The, there's no water coming out. The, the motor behind it's running, but for some reason it's, it's not working out. So here I'm taking each tray out and seeing if there's a kink somewhere, so seeing if I like wiggle wiggle it and... Sure enough, it's it's the very bu- last one that I checked. The bottom one is where the kink is, and I just have to pitch it, and pff, water comes up. We have a fountain. So <laughs> that that was an adventure that, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I've never experienced something quite like that. So now we've got a 1,200-pound, 12, 1,000-pound fountain in our backyard, and it works. <laughs> it's very pretty. I wish I could have watched some of that. Oh. That's so funny, though, that they, you, the manufacturer's like, no, you got to talk to the guy at the store, and the guy at the store's like, no, you got to talk to the manufacturer. <laughs> it's just like, come on. But yeah, all it took was uh, all it took was just flipping the trays around, and everything worked fine. Wouldn't have had an issue had I had I been listened to at the very beginning, but say la vie. Did your parents say anything at the end, like, oh, Rick, sorry we didn't listen to you the first time, or what, did they acknowledge that you were correct in any way, or did it just magically happen and they were, they didn't think anything of it? I made my point. I said, I said, you okay. guys should have listened to me in first first place. Would, would have saved us, I think it was three times I had to take it up and down, up and down, up and down. So, <laughs> you know what, though? It's been a while since I've gotten an arm workout, so... I'll... Like the time you were telling the story about the door, how you, the door was uneven, so you had to, like, shave it, so you had to, like... You had to take it down and uh, shave part of it off in the garage or whatever, carry it up all the steps. And oh, yeah. Or something. Right. I forget exactly what that was, but yeah, an issue with the door. Yeah, moving stuff around sucks. I thought building this desk was going to be more, I, more of a pain in the ass, but it, it wasn't at all. But when I got the pieces, when I opened it up, I was like, crap. Because it says on there, one portion is you need a second person, otherwise it's dangerous. But it was fine. It, you know, but yeah, doing intensive manual labor like that, heavy lifting up and down. Well, my goodness. And I see that you guys are getting pretty warm weather today. I believe you're getting up in the. We got warm weather every day. Oh well, it, it seemed like it was a little I'm... cool. It was about seventy degrees, seventy-two the other day. It was a little chilly. <laughs> oh my god, a little chilly! I would kill for that weather. It was. You feel how cold? You feel it's cold, bro. It feels. I mean, not so cold, but so it's noticeable. Not only have we been having a, a hot spell where I think Saturday was the, one of the warmest days. It was like ninety-three degrees with the the heat index, and our because we've been getting so much rain. The grass grew in like six days. It was, I mean, it was freaking long. And so I'm using the push mower because the grass is, is still too wet to leave divots. Takes me about two hours to mow the entire lawn because I have to stop every two rows to empty the grass out. And so I've got, I've got about a seven foot pile of grass that just has been building up over the past couple of weeks. Bro, I suffered from heat exhaustion afterwards. I, I, I actually threw up a little bit um, afterwards. I was just so uh, not used to that that weather, or just the. It, I had to em- I had to empty the bag probably about fifty times. So I was stopping maybe every two minutes to empty the bag, and uh, that sucks. I had to take a break towards the end. I was starting to feel a little little woozy, so it took it took a couple minutes breaks, <laughs> and I only had maybe ten percent more of the yard to go. So I'm like, I've got to finish this. I've got to f- I just I I don't want to get sweaty again. Just get it done with. Live with it. But then I felt nauseous for the rest of the day, which was a shame because my dad had made uh, whatever. It's a sandwich. It's a cool sandwich. Not a Reuben, but a... 
But you were too nauseous to eat anything. I know. Yeah. I, so I had to. I, I, had to I miss cutting grass. Do love you love cutting grass and mowing the lawn? Yeah. No, it's yeah. it's nice just to get out it. there. Yeah. It's nice to be outside. Nice to get that that aroma in the air. Get a little bit of color you're on being, your skin. You're being productive. You're being productive, and you can. It there's a. This sounds. I so, so I started following this account on Instagram in regards to living in the Midwest and you read some of these things, you see some of these things and you think to yourself, Oh my goodness, I didn't know that this is a thing that I did or said that only is in the Midwest and really your world gets a little bit bigger. And one of them is one of the memes was talking about cutting grass. And I was just saying right now, I was about to say how I love cutting grass because there's a, a sense of pride that comes with getting a real nice cut in on a Sunday afternoon. Oh, man. And then you go over, you know, and you just make it look real clean cut, real nice. Maybe you get out the weed whacker. You always mow in a certain pattern. I started the last couple of years before I moved, I started using a bag because I wouldn't do use it because it's just extra work and who cares? Just let the wind blow the grass away. But I, too have experience where you're cutting the grass and the bag fills up right away and you have to dump it into the bag and it's a pain in the ass because you can only mow for like 30 seconds before you have to stop. Yep. But at the end, you just look, you wipe the sweat off your brow and think, damn, Victor, you did a real nice job on this lawn today. Dude, I take so much and pride. you got a real fine piece of work in front of you and you can enjoy the rest of the day knowing that you worked hard. <laughs> And made your home look just a little bit more presentable yes. to the neighborhood. Dude, I've got, <laughs> since, since uh, for the past, I don't know, five years or whatever, um, I changed up the style that I mow, and I, I do it crisscross, so I do it in, at an X. So each each, okay. each week that I mow, I do a different direction, so you've got a very nice checker pattern going on mm -hmm. after a while. Oh, And so I'm like, okay. oh, this looks nice. This looks, it looks like a chessboard. That looks really nice. Yeah. I just did, I would just go horizontal a few weeks and then go vertical a few weeks, horizontal and then vertical. And then a, a little technique that I picked up that I never thought of before until I was working at the park district because we have a tree or anything, any type of object that you have to mow around. Yeah. You know, with the tree, I would just mow around it like one time, mm -hmm. but then I, I would mow around it, you know, two or three times. So when you're looking at it, you see that nice big circle. Yep underneath the tree and oh, it just looks beautiful it looks great that's well Love cutting grass and you know my yard it's there's all way too many trees there's uh that little pine tree with the mm -hmm. wood chips and stuff like that and that's yeah. the reason that i changed up from going vertical and horizontal and now i do diagonal uh, and crisscross okay. it is that it, it bypasses some of that the objects in the way so i'm just able to scoot around them a little easier than i was before yeah. just going back and forth up and down but yeah and what I've what I've had to do too is like you have the lawn and then you have the sidewalk running right next to it and instead of like running the mower exactly parallel with the side well I would run the mower exactly parallel with the sidewalk but then you have these little pesky pieces of grass at the very edge of the lawn right before the sidewalk starts that oh, don't get yeah. cut. And so then my technique was then I pretty much have the mower on the sidewalk with the exception of just in a few inches and so the wheels will a majority of it is on the sidewalk and then just the wheels are pretty much on the grass and it's just angled just right that you can get that nice crisp cut mm. along the sidewalk it's an artwork man it's it's a form of art <laughs> i love it and i did a project before um moving because we had our tree they had several of the branches trimmed and it just just made a world of difference to have you know the first six feet completely clear of any branches oh yeah and so i i took a uh i took a, like one of those metal rakes and turned the soil threw out some grass seed watered it and just watched that stuff come to life and flourish and, it, and i did all these little patches in the grass where my dog had peed. Oh, yeah, The dogs yeah, yeah. that we've had, only this time where the dog pees does it leave like a stain. All the other dogs, it never did that. Yeah. And so I did that. It's nice, again, just going on outdoor projects, fun outdoor projects, getting shit done. We're getting a sidewalk in front of our house. I don't know if I told you that. Really? Yeah. So no. th it's going to be interesting, though, because we're, we're right next to a flood zone. So add a, a little more concrete. Man, 
we already the the rains that we had i have never seen uh prairie the street next door the mm-hmm. going up and down right. the hill entirely underwater entirely really? underwater cars couldn't get through cars had to back up and turn around it was up to it was up to above the door trying to wow. get through it so that's how much rain we've been getting but let me tell you man my uh my parents hired a fertilizer slash preventing dandelion. The person to take care of the lawn? Yeah. Well, not to take care of the lawn, but just to, to scatter the, the stuff there so that the grass both grows healthy and there's no dandelions or... Uh, okay, got it. Or weeds or anything like that that pop up. Okay. And we are we are one of the only houses around us, I think, that doesn't have any, any of those little poofy mon- monstrosities, which has just been wonderful, but yeah, out here people have fake grass for lawns. People have oh, okay. some people have turf in their front lawn. Really? Um, and there's not enough space for someone to really mow the lawn. And if you do have enough space, you hire somebody to do it for you. You know, you live in a place where you don't have time to do it yourself. Okay, that's what I meant. In California, they don't understand yeah. the, the Midwest lawn mowing, lawn care type uh, artwork that that we do no okay not not unless maybe you live in like northern california where you get enough rain throughout the year where you'd have to mow your lawn or something interesting huh that's crazy i didn't realize part of that too part of the art of mowing the lawn too is the fact that for five or six months out of the year i mean you can mow the lawn when it's cold sometimes but part of it is just being outside in the fresh air which you need to take advantage of because it's only around for you know six months before it starts getting cold Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? exactly. So that you, that you can never. Someone who lives in California will never fully appreciate because you're not living in you know 15 degree weather. Yes, exactly, exactly. Year, so. They're in a permanent status. Yeah, the birds are loving yeah. it though. Oh my God, so many birds! All the birds. I bet. My brother. Yeah, has your cat caught any yet? Surprisingly, no. I I think he's a little old for that. He'll he'll. Uh, oh. I I think it's been a couple of years since he's caught a bird. He still chases every once in a while. He'll chase a, a mole or a chipmunk, try to try to get okay. them. But we're about to have uh, little little baby ducklings with us in our yard. Really? We had a fam, or not a family, but they're never seen this before. Walking through our yard, five mallard ducks, all male, all male, just mm-hmm. walking through the yard, stopping. And this is while I was mowing the lawn too. And they're just, you know. Go to the front of the, the come come from the back. Go to the front and then walk back to the other one, just looking for bird seed and stuff like that. Coolest thing! I'll have to send you that video afterwards. Loved it. Never seen you that just, many. They were, you're in the middle of mowing the lawn and they just snuck up. Don't mind us. Yeah, yeah. Continue mowing. We're just going to go to the front oh, and yeah. now we're going back to the back. <laughs> yep, just out for a stroll. But yeah, that was so cool. I'd never seen so many together before. I have this. Uh, there's a squirrel in our courtyard that lives here who is the most rambunctious and joyful squirrel you will ever see. <laughs> That's awesome. Because this thing, there's, um, it like runs around. It's just like, it's like a child. It's like running around in circles, jumps around, jumps here, jumps there, jumps here, jumps there. And then there'll be like this overhanging leaf and it like jumps on the leaf and tries to wrestle the leaf and then it'll jump on a tree and just is always playful running around and being happy. And these squirrels, oh my goodness. This is like out of a movie. I saw a squirrel from the ground jump onto a tree trunk. This thing from the ground just sprang up and jumped like probably a good two to three feet in the air onto the tree trunk and then climbed the tree trunk. It was so peculiar. It was so strange. Didn't need a running start. Was just there, just sitting there and then just like pounced straight up into the air onto the tree. It was so goofy. That's clever. So And then I saw these two, what were you going to say? No, no, go on. I'm, I'm intrigued Um, and then i saw these two squirrels i don't know if it was the one that's living in the courtyard but i could hear them making whatever noise they make and i'm trying to like oh i see the squirrels like oh he knows there's a squirrel squirrel nearby and then i'm thinking oh maybe he's doing a mating call and this this squirrel was chasing this other squirrel around the tree but it was so funny because they're moving around the tree trunk and the branches and so when the one squirrel would move away the squirrel would the squirrel would go wrap around the branch and then be confused because like oh i know i saw a piece of tail 
here or like I heard it but now it's not there and then it's above it was very cartoonish it was so goofy oh, that's funny and then it jumped on the roof and the other squirrel didn't see it and he was super confused but I love, it's fun just like watching animals be animals I, I love how that's what passes for for wildlife around you some squirrels <laughs> yeah that uh I've yeah I've mostly I've only really seen squirrels yeah, it's, that's been, about it's it. been a while since we've had deer come through. I think we had a coyote recently, but um, the owls, we always have the owls that are... I always loved walking around and uh, you you know, you know open the door uh, in the morning and you walk out and you see just a pile of feathers oh, that, were, <laughs> that are randomly there and you realize, oh, that's someone's breakfast That's someone's breakfast. I think I came across that once while I was mowing uh, at yeah. the beginning of summer. But uh, to change gears, I think I told, I remember texting you this, and karma came back at me. So oh, my mom had FaceTimed me, and I didn't pick up because I expo- I remember explicitly telling them I do not like FaceTime. And so I, I did not pick up, and she texted me and was like, oh, I know you don't like FaceTime, but I FaceTimed you because I need help with my computer. So she's pointing her screen at the, at the computer. Well, on the phone with her, and she's trying to do, uh, she's just trying to do something with photo, which it's like, boom, super easy for me, two or three steps, and I'm trying to explain to her what to do, and it's not going over very well. But then also, she's not she's not keeping the screen pointed at the computer, so I, it was extremely <laughs> frustrating that I couldn't see what she was doing because she wouldn't be paying attention to where she was holding the phone, and I got really pissed off. And um, then what happened was I, th- I thought she hung up on me, but her phone died. And I thought she hung up on me because she could tell that I was getting frustrated. So I'm like, whatever. And then the next day, I'm trying to take a screenshot of my computer screen on the HP and send it to this thing. And... I know the print screen button prints the whole screen, but I just want to do like a highlight and like what I do on my Mac is I just press a couple keys, it highlights, I extend it to the window that I want to screenshot, I let go of the buttons and it screenshots just a portion. Mm. Anyway, I figure out how to do that and for whatever reason, it says, oh, this is saved to your clipboard. I'm like, well, what the fuck is clipboard? Why isn't it in the folder that says pictures screenshot like why isn't it that folder this is a screenshot oh so only the print screen button the whole computer screen is in the pictures screenshot folder Uh but if i only screenshot partial uh the partial screen it goes on to clipboard where the fuck is clipboard okay i found clipboard wait why can't i copy paste or drag and drop what what the fuck i see clipboard i see the image my option is pin or delete. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Pin or delete? It's already on the clipboard. Where am I going to pin it? <laughs> and I got so pissed off that something so simple is being made so complicated. And then I I just was like, oh, okay. All right, Victor, relax. You're just uh, being a little too intense. So it brought me back to when my mom was asking for help for something that I thought was so simple. And it was just funny because I'm a new user trying to get used to this uh, Windows layout yeah. and getting frustrated I can't figure out something that should be so simple. Because <laughs> you, would, you would show up, you, you sent me that text earlier. I remember I remember getting How? <laughs> yeah, I was so pissed. I was so fucking pissed. I was like, my, my response was going to be to uh, send you the send you a Google link. How do I find the clipboard? <laughs> I was just gonna say, okay, cool. dude, I did that. That's what I did. I googled how do I do a partial screenshot and where, how do I get to clipboard? And then that's how I figure out where clipboard was. And I get to clipboard. It's like, why the fuck can't I copy paste or drag and drop? Okay, this is ridiculous. So I'm gonna give you a little little hack for Windows layouts. Is that there's always a app or a program that you can install that'll be much better than like, I've never heard of clipboard I don't know what clipboard is on HP I don't think I've ever used uh, and here's clipboard. the thing that's what I saw on the internet it's like oh you can download this app to do like a partial mm-hmm. screenshot I'm like well fuck that why can't I just be in why can't I just be like Apple and I just 
do shift alt four and then use the mouse highlight click done we why do i need a separate app for this there's the technology should be advanced enough where a separate app is not needed to just do a partial screenshot so this is the difference between apple and mac or i'm sorry mac and pc is that or windows mac and windows that whatever apple makes their products very intuitive you and they also make it hard to kind of change and stuff like that but it has all the main features you can kind of it's very intuitive whereas a pc is more about customization it's you pick and choose what things that you want on your computer and that requires you installing apps and various uh, browser extensions stuff like that but i don't know I, I grew up with a pc so windows has always kind of been my first language and I get just mm -hmm. as frustrated having to deal with Apple products, I think, as you do with your Windows experience. You're right. Apple is very intuitive. It's very fluid and smooth, and Windows is not. Well, different strokes for different folks. Yeah. You know? But that's probably why I'll never but, get, uh, I'll never do anything other than an iPhone. Love the freaking iPhone. It's so awesome. I love the iPhone. The iPhone is amazing. I would never buy any other phone. My brother no and sister hate it. When people tell me they have an Android, I'm like, why? Why are you why are you using a stone tool when we have, you know, iron? You're a caveman. What do you just come on, <laughs> catch up with the times, bro. Catch up with the times. Customization, it's all about customization. That's what people like to have control over their environment where just make yeah. make it work. I'm all about just make it work. Does what I want, good for me. Do you have anything else? Yeah. I uh finished up. Finally, my last prayers during the pandemic, my final uh, little sermon thing that I have been giving oh, every every okay. Tuesday. So, yeah, this week was it was interesting because I when I was thinking about this the first time, and I can't remember how I mentioned this to you uh, while we were recording, but I had gotten very emotional just even thinking about yes, it at the end. I think right? You were telling me that. And so, you know, I, real quick pause, I, just so you can remind me. I got very emotional thinking about something, but it's it's not what you think. So remind me to tell this oh, after you continue with telling what you're saying. I'm intrigued. You know, i i have done I have done this for probably about you know, ten weeks or so, so a pretty substantial time two and a half, three months ish, doing a, a weekly prayer thing. Sometimes I'll, I did uh, twice in one week, and it was it was a fun experience, but. For the last one, I, I didn't know what I wanted to talk about. I'm just like, because I normally do it based off of scripture, and I'll, I'll orient the message around the scripture. The scripture for the... Extemporaneous. Extemporaneous, yes. Word of the day. Yeah. Yeah, so I figured, okay, well, it's my last one, and just... You know, give my reflections on this whole experience kind of thing and how can I tie that to the whole pandemic and the whole reason why we're doing this in the first taste and quarantine and the scripture was like freaking seven paragraphs long I wasn't going to read that during the service mm -hmm. it would take up the entire time itself so ended up getting to the office and this is what I was really worried about is the air conditioning in the office is not controlled by our office it's controlled by the office next door as you I'm sure have, have known uh, and the guy, the next door with the guy who gave you donuts. He tried to give <laughs> okay. me donuts. He tried. During... For those who don't know what you're talking about, go back to episode like 19, 20, or 21. One tw yeah, one of those few episodes when we came back. Right. Some guy tried to give Rick's donuts right at the beginning of this pandemic. Yes. And it was like, no, bro, do you not know what's going on? <laughs> okay, got it. So he controls the AC. Yes. And, and I don't think they've been in the office for weeks or whatever so now the so they shouldn't have they should not have accessibility they see being a tenant for so many years that should go to you guys they should not have control over that being so new uh well that's a, yeah. that's a problem <laughs> i know it's an issue seriously the problem is that's the way they wired it so uh obviously i'm concerned now that you know we're upper 80s day I'm just like ah oh, shit because i'm not going to do it from here because the wi-fi is horrible plus i you know, the dog could bark and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I was like, I'll, I'll go there. I've got a really nice setup. I don't know if you've seen the uh, any of the the more recent ones that I've done on Facebook, but you should check it out. Are you in? Are you in the? Uh, are you in the little turret and the desk up front? No, nope, nope. I'm I'm your space back in the studio area. I actually hung up where the TV used to be for straight up. Uh, hung mm -hmm. hung this like ornate 
window that my parents created for my first ministry assignment. So still mm-hmm. have that, put that up. And then I, for some reason, I don't, I don't even know how I got this. I got like a six foot cross, a six foot wooden cross <laughs> that I guess it was given to Where me. Where did this come from? It, from Downers Grove. You find it in the garage? No, it came from Downers Grove. I just don't remember ever getting it. I, I think it was in my office and they just gave me everything back in the office. But I'm like... I don't think that's mine, and I don't remember receiving it as a gift. But maybe, I, maybe they were going to crucify you after all that. Oh, they made trust it, me. And then they, 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 they someone did, thought it. Yeah. Someone didn't realize it was a real cross to be used. Someone maybe one person out of ten thought it was for uh, as a gift. Right. Didn't you say that, side note: Didn't you say they had a uh, a secret meeting, an off-location secret meeting? Oh yeah, that, that was a fun. That was a fun little job to try to remove the music director. Yeah, it's a yeah. covert, covert ops to try and force his <laughs> resignation. Oh my gosh, bro! Crazy times. But so anyway, I have the, that and the cross. My mom did some feng shui stuff in the office, moving it around so that cool. It, it looks nice. Um, you should you should check one of those out. But I'll check it out. I keep telling myself I need to check those out. Oh, and uh, you'll get a blast. You'll get a blast from the one that I right. just did on Tuesday, because. Here, so I get there, and I, it, it's actually not too, too bad, um, but I made the mistake of wearing jeans going in, because I've got my clerical collar. Because you're a cool, because you're the cool, uh, cool reverend, the cool, cool I, pastor. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm cooler than most of the other people out there in our denomination, so <laughs> it's all relative, I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm doing this podcast, so cool, cool is subjective, but... So you're wearing jeans, and you can see yourself wearing jeans, or you didn't realize they could see you wearing jeans? Well, I mean, just in case, you know, I, I it makes me feel a little more professional as well, but I realized that heat could probably be a problem, so I brought shorts, just in case. But I, you know, I oh, got okay. the, the black clerical collar shirt on as yeah. well, so I would feel kind of goofy walking into the office in frickin' shorts and a clerical shirt mm-hmm. so end up getting in uh, my mom my mom recommends that i o- just open up all the windows immediately when i get there and allow airflow through which seems to work pretty well i get there about two hours ahead of time seems to cool down which is which is fine the problem is though is that we have that freaking fire station next door and i i just know that if i keep <laughs> the windows open there's going to be a fire and you're going to once or twice <laughs> during this 20 minute reflection and I'm thinking to myself okay well it's cooled down enough but then I'm real oh yeah so I realize as I'm moving around I'm like my my legs are just so warm like I and at the last minute I decide to myself okay whatever I'm gonna wear shorts during the service I'm just not I'm gonna make sure not to to uh, to get up I'm gonna leave uh, I'm gonna close the windows right beforehand and it'll it'll all be good. I'm not sweating too much, and whatever, deal with it. So the time comes, and I get on about five minutes before, and all of a sudden, I hear from the vent over in the corner of the room, like air is coming out of the vent. I'm like, oh, okay, good. Maybe some airflow, additional airflow. That that'll be fine. What I did not realize is that they still have the heat on in their office. So it's blasting out hot <laughs> air to turn maybe a 75 degree room into about 85, 90 degrees in a course of just a couple of minutes. And I'm not realizing that. I'm just assuming it's air. The windows are now closed, so I'm not getting that noise. And I'm sitting there, and suddenly perspiration starts forming. Sure, sure. And as I'm going live, and I'm, I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> what am I going like?" Like, the minutes leading up there, I had, a, like, a literal, like, thing of paper towels. I just went, like, just get the sweat off. Just yeah. get the, try to, try to not have perspiration, uh, which is why you'll love the, the one from Tuesday. Because go live, and as I'm going live, I'm like, the sweat's not stopping. Like, I'm just getting warmer and warmer. I took off my pants, so I have shorts on right now. And my, you know, I, that's pre- the best that I can really do. And then wipe my face as much as I can before I start the service. I'm like, oh my god, this is this is getting worse. Like by the second, and s- people are starting to log in. And luckily, going live, there's probably only about, you know, five to ten people at the most who watch the live stream. But mm-hmm. then there's hundreds who watch after. And I'm just like, oh god. And as I'm starting to talk, 
I think to myself, screw it. I'm opening up the windows. So as I'm getting up from the chair, I'm like having to get up in a way that like hides the, the bottom. So I'm just like scooting out of the way, going around <laughs> so no, no one sees that I'm wearing shorts in the, in the meanwhile. Open up the windows and like, okay, well, I, I don't know if this is going to help, but it can't hurt at this point. I'm, I, I can barely get through this. Finally get to the service, start going through the service, and the entire time, um, just, I've, okay, let's, let's do a prayer and all that, and as I'm doing the prayer, like, sweat is coming down my face, down in my eyes, on my nose, like, drips of sweat, and, like, with the, well, we can see each other on the Facebook, uh, chat right now that we're doing, so I can see, I can see my, uh, my face, and I can see dots of perspiration, just, like, mm-hmm. forming, and they, they become these, like, little glowing balls that just come down my face. And so, afterwards, I just try to be super subtle. Just, you know, little thing. I'll cr- like, because I tend to talk with my hands when I do the online services. So I just go, like, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm just trying to w- sort of subtly wipe away the some of the stuff. Going through it. And about ten minutes in, it's not a fire truck that I hear out the window. But a massive dunk, dump truck that comes through the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> like while I'm trying to make a point <laughs> like in the middle of it and I at that point I just stop I said yep so that's a garbage truck <laughs> so, so I'm just gonna wait a couple of seconds <laughs> but anyway and then I get wow. back into it and <laughs> by the end like my hair has this like sweaty sheen to it and my mm-hmm. face is just drenched in sweat I'm like you know what <laughs> nothing nothing in life is perfect. It's all about the experience and the journey, the culmination of everything we experienced. So hope you enjoyed it and um that's it. And then I signed off. So yeah, that that was that was a service to remember. Because afterwards I So it sounds like did you have even one service that went smoothly? Or there was always it sounds like there was always something going on right before uh, right when the service started. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there were maybe three out of the the ten or twelve that I did that I that I felt good about, uh, and those are the ones that I actually posted on my Facebook page that things went relatively smoothly. That uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I felt good enough to to post it, and I was like, okay, I kind of like the message, but at the same time, I'm not. I don't know if I'm gonna post this last one, so I ended up posting it for like an hour, and then I reconsidered and took it down from my own feed. <laughs> it's like I'll leave that on the church feed. People can watch it from there, but I'm not going to promote this last Man. one where I'm just sweaty Ricks, the sweat, the sweaty Reverend. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's that a was... lot going on this last week. So, so speaking, you you said you had a story. You had a story that you wanted to. Oh, not really a story, as so much by, by not uh, not this not a story that that was like yours, but just where my emotion changed. But just by my thoughts. And so yesterday, very early in the morning, I started getting uh, a little bit anxious because I'm trading and then the simulator platform that's used stopped working. It froze. So, I mean, in reality, no big deal. It's not real money. But it's like, what the fuck? I had this momentum going and now this is happening and it's not even... No, it was maybe seven o'clock in the morning. So I'm like, what the fuck? So already I'm just like, I'm kind of like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm getting agitated. Yeah. Right. And it's, you know, six forty-five, seven o'clock in the morning. And so for a little bit, I realized it's not going to be working. I'm kind of pissed. I'm clicking buttons. So I'm like, what the fuck? I yesterday was, you know, the day before was a holiday. So there's no trading. So it's like, I want to fucking trade. And now I can't. And I see on the chat room, other people are having issues with the platform so it's not just me and so i'm like well you know what the fuck okay i guess fuck this and i log off and i decide to try to go back to sleep for a couple hours <laughs> okay which my sleep schedule by the way is a whole nother story altogether so i'm lying down and i try and you know sleep for another couple hours because i've already on you know five hours of sleep and I just start thinking about work and just the stupid fuckers that come in there <laughs> to buy stuff. Uh-huh. And I just get, I'm just so over it. I just get so aggravated at the potential that could happen. And I'm just getting so pissed. I'm like, what the fuck, Victor? It's 7.30 in the morning. The day hasn't even started and you're already uh, pissed off. And so I get out of bed 
and I go outside to sit in the courtyard and drink some tea and just thinking that being outside is going to be calming and relaxing. Nope. I, it doesn't matter that I'm out there, you know, looking at plants and seeing birds fly around and the sun is out. Uh-huh. I'm still thinking about how I uh, am not getting enough sleep and how the platform froze and how I couldn't trade, and then how I try and take a nap, but I can't because my fucking circadian rhythm is so thrown off. And on top of that, I'm just getting pissed about going to work in, you know, seven hours from that point. And it was just the culmination of all that. I was just so on edge. And I I was so pissed. And so I just, like, smoked a fat bowl. It was, like, before 8 o'clock in the morning because I was just so on edge and so just, nah. So that calmed me down. Nice. But I was just I just sat down and I was just like, all right. And then I meditated and I felt better. But it was just like, what the fuck? The day hasn't even started and it's already going I, wrong. I, I believe they call that. Wa- <laughs> I believe they call that waking up on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah, I was just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Why? 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 And the and the rest of the day, it was okay. I mean, I go to work and uh, we had sausage and grilled pepper and like this corn avocado and sliced tomato mix so that was cool but then at the same time i'm at work i'm just like i just like i would have better use of my time i'm so bored at work yeah i would have better use of my time if i watched a movie and then took a walk around the block and then you know, took a nap. Like, I would feel like that wouldn't be a waste of my time right. doing those. I mean, even though it kind of is, but just, like, being at work was just so monotonous and so boring. And then uh, I left I left work early, and I come back, and it's like, what the fuck? I come back, I'm here at, like, seven, 6.30 or 7 o'clock with at least three or four hours until someone can go to bed before they have to wake up early. Right. And I'm in this weird twilight where... I don't have enough energy to stay up for three hours, but I know if I take a nap, then I'll wake up and I won't be tired. Sure enough, I take I fall asleep without realizing it, and I wake up at like maybe nine, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, hopefully I can go to bed. Nope, my body is completely awake, and then I can't fall asleep until like two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna trade today. I'm just gonna focus on getting rest so that this doesn't snowball. You know, nope. My body just woke up at 6 a.m. I wow. just now waking up at 6 a.m. without an alarm, regardless of what time I go to bed. <laughs> and then today I try and take a nap for a couple hours because I think I'm kind of tired. But nope, I am wide awake and just my whole world is fucking upside down right now. And it I it sucks. <laughs> my whole schedule is so thrown off. It fucking sucks. That's life. <sighs> That's life. Yeah. I'm hoping my days off won't be like last week where I was too tired to even do anything. I mean, I like did nothing. I was just recuperating from the previous days. <laughs> but amazing at how agitated I got so quickly that morning. Which is interesting. You're normally a very calm and reflective oh individual. But I know. Everyone has, everyone has their stressors. It's okay. Yeah. It's all okay. 